This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor Cole Longacre. And this is Intentional Intentional Talk. Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air. Well, I imagine many of you may recognize Jay Mamie. Yep. He's our guest today <laughs> because he's radio talk show host on 570 AM KLIF in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's a CEO, an entrepreneur, a maverick, <laughs> noted 10-time author. Um, he's a speaker, sales psychology, and persuasion selling expert. And he's a recruiter. Yes. And he's fit. So he's got all sorts of things <laughs> in his background. So <laughs> we're going to have a good time today talking with our friend, Jay Mamie. Welcome, Jay. Yes. Thanks for having me. appreciate yeah. you, uh, you having me on your show. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be good, Lisa Kay, right? Yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> yes, right. absolutely. The, the one word I think of when I think of you, Jay, is thrive. Mm-hmm. Now, where did that Thrive vibe come from? How did you start this incredible movement? And I know people maybe struggle. So Mm -hmm. how did you get all this together? You know, I think we become products of our own environment. And they're either push us to greater limits or or greater heights, or they just kind of keep us in that place where we feel sorry for ourselves. And my upbringing early on was uh, was pretty meager. I mean, I grew up in Spanish Harlem in a place called El Barrio, New York City. And I come from a home where we were adopted. I have a twin brother. We were adopted. And uh, so this was in the 60s. Uh, so it was very difficult to grow up in the 60s in El Barrio with, 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 a, uh, with parents that uh, one parent had three jobs and the other parent had to stay home to raise us. So we didn't have a lot of the nice things that that other kids had. So as a result of that, you know, you you sort of figured out ways to do things, like extra things, uh, extracurricular things, in order to be able to buy things. And and uh, and my entrepreneurial spirit really started at that point, and that instilled in me a, a this, this desire to thrive and, and go beyond my circumstances as I got older, and it still uh, still stays with me till today. Mm. What age was that when you started realizing you needed? Thirteen. I, I was I was thirteen years old, and I, I lived. We lived uh, about a mile away from Central Park. Oh. So have you ever been to New York? I love it. Yeah. I love Central Park. So we lived in the north and northern end of Central Park, which is t- almost at the border of Spanish Harlem. So all the softball games are there, and we used to go on the weekends to pick up bottles and cans and trade them in for a nickel. Mm-hmm. And that was the way that I was able to buy the Jordache jeans and the Nike sneakers and the Pumas yeah, yeah. and the Adidas. Entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that really stirred in me this, this desire and recognition that there are ways that you can succeed and thrive uh, if you look for ways. And that was my first realization of that. And, and ever since then, I've always looked for ways to better myself and do something special. Mm, that's wonderful. Um, what was it that inspired you early on to make that difference in your life? You know, I, I think when you grow up in a, in a difficult situation, mm-hmm. uh, the one thing you realize early on is that you don't want your your family 
uh, to go through that experience. And there were some great learning experiences and some great uh, sure. moments that I wouldn't trade for anything in the world, but you realize that there is always something better. And uh, I had a choice to make. Even when I was a teenager, I can continue the trajectory that everyone in my neighborhood was on, um, or I could look beyond that and see what else could I do once I get out of this mindset and this environment, and I chose to do the latter. What inspired you during that time? Were there things that you were seeing on TV or was it your walks through Central Park and, and seeing the cars? What was it that said, you know what, I, the life I'm in right now, I don't want this any longer, I want something better? What was that visualization? You know, that's interesting because there was none of that in my media surrounding. Mm. So, you know, you, you grew up in Spanish Harlem, you become a, a, you quickly realize that if you don't change, you become a product of that environment. So I had to go beyond that and I had to seek and search reasons uh, and examples of people that were winning and what they were doing. So I, I read a lot of books, heard a lot of uh, motivational tapes, things that I knew that, hey, there were others that, that had similar scenarios and situations like I was growing up in, but they were able to push through that. And uh, and I think in, that instilled in me a hunger and a drive wow. uh, to continue to seek that, uh, that, that better world, better existence, better living that I knew was out there. Wow, that to some that would seem like a, hard to do unless you had a visual mentor. And you, it seems like you kind of picked yourself up through reading and through um, other people that are succeeding and brought yourself through it. Well, there's Amazing. no shortage. Yeah, there's there's no shortage of of people and content and resources and messages and books and videos, especially these days, right? Right. To yeah. to break free from your environment, uh, if you really desire to. Mm -hmm. That's the key. You have to have the desire to. Mm -hmm. What brought you to Texas? Well, that's a great question. Uh, one, there's the, up until about two weeks ago, no snow. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's no snow in Texas. I mean, New York, there's, there's all sorts yeah. of snow yeah. uh, for quite a while. So I, I knew that when I was looking for where I was going to move from, I said, wherever I'm going to, there better not be any snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we got a little bit, you know, a couple weeks ago, it's no big deal. Um, so there was uh, certainly no snow out here. I was kind of avoiding that that weather change. And there's no state tax in Texas. That's right. We yeah, know it. Yet, right? anyway. <laughs> so I said, well, no state tax and no snow. Yeah. That's a pretty good place for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the potholes, there aren't any potholes in Texas. Well, at least we not try. up here. Good roads, yeah. good schools. Yeah. 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 Infrastructure yeah. is That's great. right. That's right. There's all sorts of potholes anywhere. in New York. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah, I've never been to New York. Oh, what? That really? Is, yeah, that's you okay. Let's go. You need to go. You need to go. You need to experience it and, and yeah. say that I've been there, take the pictures, and all of it. What's the best time of year? Taylor? That's a tough one. I like the fall. She's I a travel seeing, gal. So. Yeah, right, I love yeah. seeing the fall colors change. That's what I hear. And yeah. I have a full agenda of things that I always must do. I've got to get my black and white cookie. I like to go to Famous <laughs> Original Rays, get pizza. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. there's just things that I really enjoy. Um, back in the day, my husband and I were on the Jay Leno show. Oh, wow. And they I were on it. David Letterman. You know, no way. Um, I like to go to the, um, <laughs> just all the talk shows stuff i love those kinds of mm -hmm. things so yes it really depends because if you uh if you want to see the christmas 
lights than you go during the holiday time. So it's yes, magical. It if you go in the summertime, you get a chance to see the ball games and things you can't see in the winter, but then you're dealing with, with the summer, hazy, hot, humid days of, of New York. That wouldn't help my Texas hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it wouldn't do your hair too good in that one. No. Right? Um, so it all depends. But the fall is probably the best time to go get a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. Now your education is just incredible as well. And so tell us about that. Yeah. It's interesting. I uh, went to school for psychology and behavioral sciences, but I actually wanted to be an actor. Uh, I was taking these courses uh, and, and while I was taking these courses, I was running down a Broadway to do go-sees and auditions and I, I was able to land a few small parts. Um, but I realized early on that, boy, that starving artist, that starving waiter story, mm -hmm. it's the real deal. <laughs> I mean, it's the real wow. deal. So it got to the point that I had to decide, okay, what am I going to be serious about here? What am I really going to pursue in my life? And then that acting and sort of took a backseat. Um, and I started to started to get real serious about my academics. And so psychology was part of that. Behavioral science was part of that. But I, I really learned the, the what I know today, apart from the academic part of it, was really the the in the trenches experience. And I believe experience is the best teacher, right? Yes. And and long before I was learning that stuff that I was learning in, in the classroom, I was learning it in the streets, the psychology, oh, the yeah. selling, the persuasion techniques. Makes sense. Um, I had no choice. I had to learn it in the streets. Oh, yeah, Spanish Harlem, you too. <laughs> you have to learn it. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was nice to be able to combine the academics with the actual real life experience. And I think that's part of the reason why today I'm, I'm resonating with a lot of people on that level. Hmm. So you've been in the career industry for what, 33 years? I've been an entrepreneur since 13, but I've been uh, sort of in financial services, which is what my priority, my primary business has always been since okay. I was 21 years old. Okay. Uh, speaking, writing, that's mm -hmm. been my, my passion for the last 15 years. And uh, talking about uh, writing, you've got, you've published how many now so far? My 11th book comes out in about two weeks called Thrivology. Okay. Thrivology. Thrivology is a, it's a great book. It's one of these, uh, it's a collaboration, really a collection of what I've been doing the last four or five years, which is compiling, action stoking, thought provoking phrases and quotes, and really now putting oh, it in a book it. format with graphics that my wife, who's an incredible partner of mine, in mm -hmm. um, very nice graphics that, that, that she's been able to design. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about it and uh, I'm looking forward to getting it out there pretty soon. Okay, now is this it? No, this, this is a actually book. right. So this got one, 10 here, books, you know, <laughs> this book here actually, it's, it's great. This has been my bestseller, and I wrote it for myself. It's interesting. I I never meant this book to, and to have the impact that it's had so far because oh, I wrote it for myself. Nice. Oh. This book is called Battling Invisible Enemies and is really facing your inner struggles. What I call the head trash. Which we have them every day. We have yeah. them every day, folks. Yeah. And and it's tough to perform at any peak level if you're dealing with the stuff that's going on between your two ears. Yeah. So I wrote this book for me and uh, it turned out that uh, it's helped so many more people than I thought it would. Oh. It's been my bestseller and I just came out with the second edition, added some more content to it and some visuals to it, beefed it up a little bit and hopefully it makes another impact uh, for others in the future. Oh, I love that. Battling Invisible Enemies. How can they find your books? They can find my book at my website, djmamie.com. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, I can imagine, you talk about rescuing yourself, 
but mm-hmm. then you also can take people on a personal search and rescue mission. What does that look like? It sounds it sounds complex, and he's a fitness <laughs> guy, but what, what does that look like? You know, the the whole idea of a personal uh, search and rescue mission really came from a, a blog that I wrote uh, about a year ago, and it was when I, I identified just dealing with people throughout the last 35 years of my life, right? That's mm-hmm. all I've done, and I've dealt with people in one capacity or another, mm-hmm. that we become our own worst enemies. Right, we we sort of get into a place that we get so funked out mm-hmm. that we go into a nosedive pretty quickly. And a search and rescue mission is when you realize, hey, I'm going down, mm-hmm. and I need to go get some help. I need to I need to call for backup here. I need to make sure that I've got people in my circle that I can count on that won't condemn me, that won't put me to shame, that won't demean me yeah. when they hear what's going on in my life, whether it's personally, financially, fitness wise, my relationship, my spouse, my business, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I need a search and rescue mission. And so many of us, especially post-pandemic and just all the things that come up in our lives, especially recently though, a number of our friends have been battling mental health issues and depression. This is timely as always, Jay. It is. I mean, this is funny. When I get asked to speak oftentimes on on multiple different stages, I know this is usually not one of the topics they want me to talk about because it's just not sexy. Right. You don't hang. You don't bring in a keynote speaker to talk about depression. (laughs) It's not a sexy topic, but it's where people are living today. And and to thrive in any capacity, you have to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. You know, we've touched on this before, Taylor and I, and that's why we have intentional talk is we want to bring more positives to the air, more positive speakers such as yourself. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a perfect time, you know, to at least talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Really is. Now, I want to hear one of those quotes. You've got so many good motivational quotes. And like I stalked your LinkedIn (laughs) because I'm like, this is good stuff. (laughs) And y'all should, too. (laughs) Well, I can pick it right out of this book right here. Yeah, let's hear one because that that will get us on our personal search and rescue mission and get us in thriving mode. You got it. Well, here's one. Your greatest battles are never external. They're internal. Ah. And here's another one here that's a pretty popular one. I, I have a lot of people purchase this on my merchandise store. There's always a better thought to think. There's, There's always, always, always a, a better, better thought, thought to, to think. think. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's I'm a nice one. I'm stealing that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can find another one here. I think I've got one more. Always but it was what's cool thought. is these these are all in my book here. And also they'll be part of the Thrivology book as well. And it just gives people a way to have a visual that reminds them that there are things that are better out there. Oh, absolutely. I only got two in here. Yeah, absolutely. Those are good. What's your favorite food? I'm a health nut. Well, we can tell that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, I I mean, as long as it's healthy, I eat it. But if I were going to pick something, you know, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Latino, so I gotta have my rice and beans. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. they gotta be cooked healthy. So my wife does a really good job of cooking my oh. rice and beans very, very <laughs> nice and healthy with the grilled chicken. So I'll eat a bunch of other stuff, but you give me a place of rice and beans, rice and beans, and some platanos, and we're all right. Okay, <laughs> I am too. So I am a spicy girl as well. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta yeah. have hot sauce with it. You yeah. Yeah. Make it spicy. If you have a wife that works with you, helps you publish your books, mm-hmm. and she's and a nice lady and beautiful, she's wonderful. Yes, and she. Cooks dinner, makes your dinner meals. Oh my God. Well, she's a chef. She's actually a chef. And back in New York, she ran her own. We didn't know that. (laughs) We need to get her on there. Uh (laughs) (laughs) We can do a cooking show or a sampling show. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I think she'd love that. Yeah. So she's, uh, so it's nice to have someone who knows how to throw down in the kitchen. Yeah. 
Uh, but she's so talented. She's really an amazing person that uh, I'm very, very privileged and lucky to have someone like her in my life. You really are oh, blessed. Wonderful. Okay, what's your favorite getaway? Oh, yeah. I love bed and breakfasts. Yeah. I just love bed and breakfasts. Uh, you know, breakfast? <laughs> like having people cook for you? Is that what you like? You know, I, I, I like that's part of I me. Mean, you do bed and breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Need with, I say more? With a right? book. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but the breakfast, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to have breakfast, but I think it's just the fact to get away, to have a, sort of a time of, of detox. Uh, yeah, detoxing and quiet time and mindfulness. And I, I love those. And just to, to get out of the normal scene for me, that's, uh, that's, I'm a simple guy that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Hawaii too. Okay. <laughs> I've been there a bunch of times. I like Hawaii too. They have bed and breakfast they there. Do. They're a little different, but they the do. scenery, you just can't beat that. So. No, that's right. Yeah. You've been there a bunch of times, I'm sure. Beat it. Yeah. 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 Any other wild card questions for him? That's a wild card. There's a wild card section. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Is there something you could share with us that nobody knows about you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We've the twins thing we found out, which yep. we might have known that, but maybe everyone else didn't know. Right. That's, there you go. That's that's good to know. Uh, I'm a twin. I have a twin brother. We looked exactly alike. His name is Joe Mamie. Joe Mamie. Joe Mamie. Yeah. Okay. He was actually on the radio show with me. He co-hosted with me a few months ago, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So if you happen to Google his name, you're going to say, hey, that's Jay. But no, that's that's Joe. He's okay. in New York. So you're identical? Still. Completely identical. Okay. I mean, same goatee, the same whole bald yeah. head, the muscles, the whole deal. Did wow. you all do acting together? Um, no, he didn't pursue that. He was more of a college athlete, a star athlete in track. So while he was out there running track is when I was out there looking for auditions and go see. So he never pursued that. Um, but he is, uh, he's quite the guy himself. Mm. He's quite the guy in real estate. Is he in Texas as well? He's in New York. Okay. Yeah, he there. came out to visit here a few uh, a few months ago. and Hope it wasn't during the ice. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> no. And he was amazed at the cows. The cows, <laughs> the cows off the side yeah. of the street. Yeah. The cattle. All right. Yeah. Hey, we've got plenty. Yeah, but yeah, that's something. Even when I moved down here, I said, "Hey, there's a building on the left, and there's a cow on the right." <laughs> Unfortunately, they're moving way north now. Versus, you used to find them, and you could find them off of Preston Road. Really, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're here in Texas. Yeah. For all of our listeners who aren't in Texas, we we do. We have plenty of cattle, and <laughs> I have a horse pasture near my house, and so we. Yeah, I just learned that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to the the that now, but it was pretty odd being here. Uh, my two and a half years I've been here, and uh, it was pretty odd thing driving and you see all of a sudden longhorns on the right and llama and all of a sudden there's a gas station on the left <laughs> exactly <laughs> so but i'm kind of used to it now that's oh, cool yeah now you have some interesting tips and I, I meant to ask you about this before novices versus ninjas, ninjas. and yes. so my you guys know my husband is a ninja warrior contender and so we use the word ninja all oh, the time wow. so i love that i see ninja as a compliment mm-hmm. what what's the difference in your mind between novices and ninjas that's a great question uh, i think that a, a novice uh, there's a there's first of all there's a huge difference between a novice and a ninja um the challenge i think with that is that most people have have the potential to be ninjas, but somehow they feel more comfortable trafficking as a novice. In order for you to go from a novice to a ninja, there's a bunch of things that has to happen. One of them, you have to determine if you have what I call stamina, uh, success stamina. And sometimes people don't have that stamina 
and uh, aren't willing to develop the stamina, so you'll never be a ninja. Hmm. Okay, and I mean ninja in terms of academic ninja, entrepreneurial ninja, someone who's at that high level of performance. Okay, right? top of their game. Top of their game. That's okay. a ninja. You know, they're they they are crafty and tactful in what they do. Uh, then you also have to recognize if you really have the drive and the hunger to be a ninja to to, to sort of rise to that level. Um, and can you surround yourself with the resources that are going to help that'll train you up to that level? Mm -hmm. So lots of things happening between novice and ninja. Mm -hmm. Well, the right they, the right friends, the right people and influences can make a huge difference. A huge, it sounds like you difference. saw that right away, Jay, mm -hmm. to get out of the environment that you were in and get to a place where you could be influential, you could be influenced, you could be motivated every day. Absolutely. And, and again, that's part of making that decision where it, it all begins. You, you're either going to settle or you're going to succeed. And the choice is yours. Yeah. yeah. Settle or succeed. Yeah. Thrive. Right. Thrive. That's what it's thriving is about. Mm -hmm. My word for this year is stretch. Stretch. Oh, I like that. All I right. love it. I like stretch. That. I can see it too. Well, I was going to ask him yeah. for a fitness tip, and looks like that could be <laughs> one of them. Is stretch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you can stretch and go back to bed too. <laughs> That's right. I stretch. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, I just stretched. Oh, let me turn over. <laughs> let me go stretch with that extra plate of food. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> That's not what she's talking about. <laughs> That's good to know. Your word is stretch. Mm -hmm. Do you have a word each year? you do? Do you do a focus word? You know, I don't have a focus word. And, and by the way, I, one of the things I, I wrote about recently, I talked about on my radio show, was the fallacy of a, of a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Because um, I think you can live every day as if it's a New Year's resolution. Right? You don't have to wait for the turn of a clock on the, on the calendar day to realize, okay, I'm going to change. You can do that every single day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't have a word because I live it every day. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, Jay, it has been wonderful having you. Thanks. Thank you for sharing your time. Um, in January, you shared your time with us in Fellowship Power Lunch. And we are blessed by you again today to be with us here on Intentional Talk. And, well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate being here. appreciate the invitation. Now, remind everyone, how can people find you? Yep. Excellent. Well, they can go to my site, the thejmamietalkshow.com. That's the first thing, thejmamietalkshow.com. You could also go to my regular site, thejmamie.com. You'll find all of my blogs, videos, content on there, great ways to, to reach out to me. And your store, too, right? And my store's on there, too. I've got a merchandise store with all sorts of goodies that uh, I think uh, will make great items for purchase to help you th keep in that, uh, stay in that thrive-minded mode throughout the course of the week. Yeah, those positive quotes that you can purchase purchase and keep in front of you every day. Absolutely. Yeah. They do make a difference. It makes a difference. It really does. And we need that. We desperately need that positive influence in our lives every day. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. Well, thank you for joining us. This has been a good time, hasn't it? Yes. I want to be reminded to stretch. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Intentional, live with purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I want some beans and rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some salsa. I go for some right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need to call your wife. Get her here. She, and shout out to her. She is so lovely and yes. really helped us out. Yes. Yes. Well, this has been Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor. Be sure to check out our show anywhere you get your podcast. Also on my channel on Pray.com, on the Awaken Podcast Network, and on Life Network for Women. <laughs> <laughs> We've got lots of places where you can yes, find this yes. show. But be sure to tune in with us each week. Thank you. Yes.
<laughs> from TV with TLC.